Welcome to episode 47 of The Recovery Show. This episode is brought to you by Ruth and Tony. They use the donation button on our website. Thank you, Ruth and Tony, for your generous contributions. This episode is for you. We are friends and family members of alcoholics and addicts who have found a path to serenity and happiness. We who live or have lived with the seemingly hopeless problem of addiction understand as perhaps few others can. So much depends on our own attitudes, and we believe that changed attitudes can aid recovery. Do you wish that things would just stay the same? Does change freak you out? Maybe you get depressed when life today isn't the same as it was yesterday. If you identify with these feelings, stick around. Today I'm going to talk about changes. Before we begin, we would like to state that though we are maybe in a 12-step program, we represent ourselves rather than the program. During this show, we will share our own experiences as they relate to the topic of changes. The opinions expressed here are strictly those of the person who gave them. Take what you like and leave the rest. We hope you will find something in our sharing that speaks to your life. My name is Spencer and I will be your host today. The first change that I need to talk about is a hard one. For personal reasons, Kelly and Swetha have decided that they cannot continue with the recovery show. In future episodes, you will be hearing some new voices, but today it's just me. The first segment of today's episode of The Recovery Show will be a discussion of the topic changes. Following musical break, I will share your email or voice contributions and some brief news about the podcast before closing with another musical break. I have a reading. This is from Opening Our Hearts, Transforming Our Losses. comes from the beginning of, the, of Chapter 4, Loss in Relationships. Life is full of change. So too are our relationships. If we're lucky, a few relationships will last our entire lives. Some will last for years, others for months or weeks. Regardless of the duration, each of our relationships has much to teach us about ourselves and can help us see the areas where we'd like to grow or change. The truth is, any change in our relationships can trigger loss. For instance, a longtime sponsor may move out of town or a favorite meeting we've been attending for years may end. We may divorce or separate from a spouse or significant other. We may decide to distance ourselves from an alcoholic parent, family member, friend, or our adult children, or they may distance themselves from us. As I said, my name is Spencer, and I want to talk about changes today. So, um, yeah, so what happened? On Sunday last week, um, Kelly and Swetha told me that uh, they were not going to be able to continue uh, with the podcast. And as you might imagine, that... uh, that threw me for a loop. I did not see that coming, and uh, I didn't know how to react. My first thought was, how can I continue this show without them? And I think I'm glad that we had talked about awareness, acceptance, and action uh, a few weeks earlier, because I knew that I had just become aware of a problem. I'd just become aware of a change. And I was trying to figure out an action without taking any time to sit and think about it, without taking any time to come to acceptance. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of fear what was going to happen. I found this quote in How Elnon Works on page 23. It says, change is a process, and becoming aware is the first stage of this process. And so I was just at the beginning of it, and... You know, I was thinking, well, do I do a podcast this week? Uh, I don't have co-hosts. Do I just wait a week? Do I, what do I do? Do I just put up an announcement saying 
hey, things are changing, uh, and we'll be back next week. What do I do? And not knowing what to do was, you know, uncertainty. And I don't like uncertainty. You've heard that from me before. What I knew was pretty quickly uh, was I couldn't give up on the podcast. This podcast has become important to me, and I know it's important to you, our listener, because you will tell me so. So I have to continue. And uh, you know exactly what that continuation is going to look like. Uh, will be a work in progress, I think. I know I'll be inviting guests from the local community in because this works so much better as a conversation than as a monologue, as I'm finding right now. So fear, awareness, step one, I'm powerless over other people's actions. I'm powerless over other people's decisions. I do have the support of my higher power. Steps two and three, my higher power can help if I ask, what is the will of my higher power? That was a question for me. You know, what is, what is my higher power's will in this? I know what my will is, but, uh, you know, so I had to sit and I had to pray and meditate. And that was difficult because in the, in the pain, um, in the uncertainty, the only prayer that I really had available to me was the serenity prayer. And I used that a lot to get the, the serenity to, uh, accept the things I could not change and try to find the courage to change the things I could. I uh, put a put an appeal out on Facebook yesterday saying, hey, change. How do you think about it? How do you deal with it? How do you feel it? And uh, it was late yesterday afternoon. I didn't really expect to get a lot of responses. One person wrote back saying, for me, the only thing that I can do is is to be willing to feel the feels and if I can't bring myself to do the next right thing, at least trying to refrain from doing the next wrong thing. And, uh, yeah, that, that expresses where I was most of this week. I was feeling the feels. I wasn't sure what the next right thing was. And, uh, and I wasn't sure what the next wrong thing was either. And so in that case, I remember our, uh, I don't think it's an official slogan, but the uh, don't just do something, stand there. So I stood there. And I think the idea of doing an episode about change, because I was dealing with change, I was in the fear and the uncertainty, came to me maybe Friday or Saturday this week. Today's Sunday, so pretty recent. And uh, found another quote in How Anon Works, page 88. It says, change, even wonderful positive change, involves some grief for the old life. And But along with that, Along with that comes gratitude for for what this show has been since early December of, of last year. This show has been an amazing journey, and having had the support of Kelly and Swetha in getting it started and bringing it to where it is now, is un- it's irreplaceable. I, I really don't think I could have done it without them. And I have to have faith that my higher power will bring other people into this show who will help help me continue it, not exactly as it has been, but continue to be of value, continue to be a worthwhile thing, continue to help me in my growth, continue to help you in your growth, in your struggle. So I have some gratitude. It's been hard for me to, to access gratitude this week. And part of it is because 
of my reaction to fear and uncertainty uh, is to withdraw, is to isolate. I still have that. I still have that inclination. I still have that reflex. And I did that this week. I did not go to my regular meetings. I went to the meeting on Sunday. I almost didn't go. And, and at the last minute, I thought, no, I have to go. Um, I'm in pain. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to get up out of my chair. But I went to the meeting and I shared a little bit and I listened. Mostly I listened. And, you know, it helped. I felt better at the end of the meeting. And I didn't go to my Wednesday night meeting. I went to a, a meeting on Thursday that I'd been to a couple times before, maybe. And the topic there was step 11, prayer and meditation. And I realized, you know, there was part of my answer. that I was, I was having a hard time with the meditation. And like I said, the only prayer I really was able to access this week was the serenity prayer. When I sat down to meditate, my brain just was going in circles so fast. But that hour in that meeting um, actually gave me some calm, gave me some time to be quiet, gave my brain a place where it, it could calm a little bit. And, you know, and, if, and friends, and friends who said, you know, I don't know exactly what you're going through, but, you know, you will get through it. Went to another meeting Saturday morning. The topic there was step five, um, which made me realize that, you know, a couple more steps in this, in this process of moving through change are about um, taking an inventory. You know, what happened? What was my part? And what are the nature, what is the nature of my wrongs? If, you know, and I don't know yet because I'm still working on that part. My... My codependent brain mind tells me that I obviously screwed something up. It's completely my fault. And it's really easy for me to believe that. It's really easy for me to take on the sole responsibility for their decision. And of course, um, you know, it was their decision. It was not my decision. And I didn't force anything there. Um, you know, I go into the what ifs. What could I have done differently? What should I have done differently? And and those don't help. Um, which brings me to the next steps in the in the process of of getting through the change, which is step six and seven: to ask my higher power for help, um, to be entirely ready to have um, whatever defects of character, whatever shortcomings I have identified, to be removed. Um, to ask for um, relief from from the fear, from the depression, from the the frantic thinking, circular thinking that has um, kept me awake at night, um, and that's happening. That's happening. You know, moving through acceptance, and uh, I think this morning. Um, I went to church this morning and I heard a couple of things that seemed to speak directly to me, directly to where I am um, in this change. It was a reading f uh, titled Messy and Imperfect Beloved Community. Um, it's from a book called Bless the Imperfection or Bless the Imperfect. And uh, I'm, I'm going to shorten it a little bit. Uh, it's about church, but as I heard it, I could replace the word church with the word 
Al-Anon pretty much. Um, some minor differences. But since I have been going to the same church for nearly 30 years. In all those years, my congregation has had ample opportunity to disappoint me. I'm disappointed when people want different music than I do. I'm disappointed that we don't all agree that children's ministry is the most important priority in the church. I'm disappointed that people don't give as much time, talent, or treasure as I do. In nearly 30 years of relationship, there have been lots of disappointments. Two or three times over the years, I've been so disappointed that I seriously questioned remaining. On those occasions, I've thought, fuck it, I can just stop going. For a while, or forever. But staying away has never helped me through such times. Rather, coming in closer, telling people about my spiritual crisis, listening, sharing, caring, and worshiping have helped me know that this is where I belong, even when church is the source of my frustration and disappointment. Because we are not in church to be with people who want to sing the same music or rally for the same cause or attend the same retreats. We are in church to learn to love better. And learning to love better can only happen when we love past our disappointments and return to a place of acceptance and affirmation. This is true in our personal lives, in our work lives, in our church lives. It is a deep spiritual practice. There is really only one choice, between imperfect community and no community. Again and again, we are all called to choose to commit ourselves to building a more just, more diverse, and yet ever messy and perfect beloved community. And I heard that and I thought, yeah, you know, sometimes uh, people in the program don't do what I want them to do. A lot of time. I can be disappointed going to a meeting and, you know, not hearing what I want to hear. I can be um, disappointed in, in individuals who don't, maybe, they don't act the way that I think they ought to act. And of course, that's me. Um, I can decide that, you know, the program is, is not for me. I can decide that I don't need a meeting. I can decide that I'll just stay home. And you know what? That doesn't work for me. Um, and, you know, I, I need to understand that we're all doing the best we can with what we have at the moment, that we all have good intentions, whatever our actions might end up, and that includes me. Um, and that the only way forward is forward, that continuing to build a community, to be grateful for what I have, to recognize its imperfections, and to keep going. So I went up to my minister after the, after the service and said, I need, I need that reading. Um, I need it today. And she said, you know, that book just came in the mail. It's a brand new book. And I found this reading in it for today. And, and I just thought, now, there's my higher power working for me. That the book came a couple of days ago. That she read that reading. And that reading spoke directly to my questions about, you know, what do we do here? What do we do now that we have changed that, uh, that Kelly and Swift aren't, aren't with me anymore in the podcast? What am I going to do? And the answer is go forward. The answer is continue to build community. And that community will include other program friends from the area, maybe some program friends from out of the area that we can bring in with Skype uh, or on the phone. And all of you who are listening and all of you who share your experience, strength, and hope with us um, on the website by email and the support that I've gotten from some of you as, uh, um, you know, I got a, got a, an email uh, earlier this week and, and I apologize for those of you who sent email and I didn't respond quickly because I just wasn't ready. I'm sorry, I couldn't face it. 
but I got an email earlier this week with a meditation in it, and I wrote back yesterday and said, yeah, I'll be, I'll be posting your meditation sometime next week. And, you know, this thing that you said right here spoke directly to me, to where I am right now, um, as I'm going through some change, and I got a response that said, you're in my prayers. And, wow. You know, and I've gotten a couple of those from friends here that as I, as I start to speak up and say, you know, I'm struggling. And, and they're like, whatever, whatever I can do for you, um, you know, you're in my prayers. And, and I really, I needed that. I appreciated that. And I, and I was not ready to ask for that. So thank you for that gift, everybody who's, who's given me a gift like that. And then in the sermon, in the sermon, she asked, what is the love story that we tell that keeps us going? And I feel like that Alanon tells a love story. You know, we have in our closing that we love each other in a very special way. And I feel that love. And it's the love of acceptance. It's, it's unconditional love that, you know, I find from my higher power, but I also find from people in my life that it's grace. It's a, it's a gift unasked for. It's a gift maybe sometimes undeserved, um, but it's a gift and it's there. And, and that is the story that we love our, we love each other in our imperfections. We love each other in our commonality of our story. And it doesn't, you know, the rest of it doesn't matter. And that's the story that we tell in Al-Anon. So where are we going with this change? Uh, well, I've already said I'm, I'm, committed to continuing the podcast. Um, and I know it's going to be different. I know it's going to feel different. It feels diff- very different for me today. I'm, you know, I'm sort of looking at my computer screen. I'm looking at the bookshelf in front of me and, and pretending there's a person sitting there that I'm talking to. Or maybe there's a whole circle of people because I'm, I'm in a meeting and I'm sharing. And having that discipline of sharing in a meeting, which is not a conversation, is, I think, helping me to uh, to get through this thing by myself right now. Uh, I know next week I'm going to have somebody sitting, at least one person sitting across the table, hopefully two. And we'll have a conversation again. We'll have a dialogue or a, uh, or a, or a conversation and not a monologue. So the podcast will continue. And uh, got Ruth in the chat room. And uh, uh, she came in in the middle and wondered what happened. And, and for those of you who, are, who maybe are coming into the chat room, um, on Sunday, Kelly and Swetha told me they could not continue with the podcast. Um, so that's that's where the starting point is, and uh, that's why I'm talking about change instead of step 10 today. And uh, thank you, Ruth, for, for your support. The podcast is going to be different. Um, my fear, of course, is it's not going to be as good as it was. I, it will not be what it was, but I fear it, it will not be as good, that it will not speak to you uh, as well as, as we have spoken in the past. And I know that, you know, the, uh, the, the camaraderie, the connection that, that the three of us build up over the year is not going to be there with, with new guests, but we'll have something. And I, I'm hoping, you know, that it will continue to grow. And, and just as we were expecting the three of us for it to continue to grow into something even better, um, I have that same hope for, for wherever we're going from here. And uh, a lot of uncertainty. I hate uncertainty. Damn it. Um, you know, I really want to encourage your contributions. You know, if you're listening and 
um, you're getting something, you know, you have something to say. It's just like going to a meeting. When I go to a meeting, I need to listen, but I also need to share. And I need to share for me, and I need to share for the other people in the room. And I need to have faith that my higher power will lead me to say something that somebody else needs to hear. And I get to the end of my share, and I, and I close my mouth, and somebody else starts talking, and I realize that there were two or three things that I had planned to say that I didn't say, and there were some things that I said that I hadn't thought to say. And then maybe a few minutes later, somebody else picks up on the things that I did say, and it was just what they needed to hear, and I know that my higher power was working through me. And, you know, your higher power can do that for you. Um, I really, um, you know, encourage you. We got, we've been uh, asking for you to send in your story for uh, the anniversary show, which, which will happen. Um, it will be sad and happy, uh, but it will happen. And, and we got one contribution, and I want to thank the person who sent it. It's it's beautiful contribution, uh, a very honest, raw story uh, of of ending, you know, with hope, ending with, with change, with growth. Um, and uh, I know that, that there are those of you out there who have stories that are equally powerful, and, um, you know, we really want to hear them. So again, thank you to everybody who's contributed to the to the podcast to date. Uh, special thanks again to those of you who sent prayers to me this week. Um, those really, really meant a lot. So I want to close with um, I found this quote on the on the internet, you know, good old internet, and it's it's attributed to D. Michael Hardy. I have no idea who that is. But it says, you get to that point in life where change is inevitable. A change in scenery, a change of wardrobe, a change in the structure of things. It's a step that's necessary in order to move your plot forward. So after a short break, I'll be back with um, your feedback. Um, I think you sort of heard about my life in recovery. I don't need to go over that again. Um, but we'll come back with, with your emails and uh, and web comments. And want to play now Changes with David Bowie. And, you know, I think that the choice of this song really doesn't need an introduction, but uh, there's, this, there's this bit in the, in the chorus that uh, sort of really uh, is, is where, where I am, where the podcast is, I guess. It's this ch-ch-ch-changes, turn and face the strange. Ch-ch-changes, just going to have to be a different man. Time may change me. But I can't trace time. Still don't know what I was waiting for, and my time was running wild a million dead end streets and every time I thought I got it made, it seemed the taste. Was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange Ch-ch-changes Don't want to be a richer man Changes. Turn and face the strange Changes. 
change time and and that is true. We had a few emails this week and I want to thank those of you who wrote in. Um, I had a couple of meditations, one by Hillary, which is is posted on the website now. Um, Hillary uh, talks about being powerless over being helped. Uh, she had she was injured and was not able to to take care of herself physically in in many ways and at the same time resented the help and the meditation is about um, that experience and about needing to accept help. And sometimes I'm right there with you, Hillary, you know, I feel like that two-year-old that uh, I still remember my two-year-old. I think it was my daughter saying, no, want do self. And, you know, sometimes I'm that two-year-old. I want to do it myself. And I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning through the program that there are times when I can't do it myself and that I need help. I need help from my higher power. I need help from another person. I need help just by going to a meeting maybe. And that when help is offered, I can at least say thank you. (laughs) Even if I'm resenting the need, I can be grateful. So thanks Hillary for that. I have an email from Karen says, dear Spencer, Swetha and Kelly, I found your podcast on iTunes and wanted to write to thank you very much for all the time and effort you put into producing this show. Because of my schedule, I'm only able to make one weekly meeting of Al-Anon, but I use your podcasts on the other days to help me keep my focus on working the program. I started with your very first podcast. Oh, geez. That was, <laughs> I remember that one. That was kind of raw. I'm listening my way through them. I can't tell you how much strength and hope I have found in the show. You asked for suggestions for topics. I would ask you to consider having people with young children and an active active alcoholic in to speak. It would help a lot to hear how people maintain their serenity and how they help their children in the midst of that chaos. Maybe you have done a show like this, but I haven't gotten there yet. Even so, several shows featuring people who successfully live the Al-Anon principles while living with an active alcoholic would be extremely appreciated. Thank you again. Blessings for you all. And she includes a quote from St. Teresa of Avila. To have courage for whatever comes in life, everything lies in that. You know, and I didn't see that quote when I first read the email, and I'm looking at that, and I'm like, yep, speaking to me. Thank you, higher power. Thank you, Karen. And, yeah, that's... My children were not quite so young. Um, Well, they were young when I was living with active alcoholism, but they were not young when I was living with active alcoholism and I was in recovery. So um, I have some experience there, um, but I know, I know people in the local community who, who are there right now. And it's a really good idea um, to, to try to draw them in and see um, what they can share with us um, on that. And, you know, we had it on our list to do, to do a panel on living with active alcoholism and I can speak from my experience of, of uh, you know, eight years ago, uh, but it has been a while and, and uh, you know, distance changes things uh, and uh, try to bring in some people to talk who are, who are still living with it. And we've had other requests for that topic. Brian, uh, who has written to us before, says, Hi, Spencer, Kelly, and Swetha. This is Brian from Canada. 
I think it is great how you've integrated music into your podcast. I've been slowly breaking my Al-Anon group into the concept. I've been rather conservative, starting off with Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Well, that's interesting, bringing music into the meeting? Hmm. I've found that music is a universal language that is an invaluable tool that I find indispensable in communicating to others what I am feeling. Given the right song, the right group, everyone gets it. And he's suggesting a song here uh, by Loudon Wainwright called White Winos. He says, um, This song is one of them. I first heard it years ago while watching a movie starring Sandra Bullock, 28 Days. Great flick. I highly recommend it. The song is called White Winos and was played by Loudon Wainwright III. He's a folk guy from back in the day. Spencer, I'm sure you will welcome the change from all that hipster rock. Don't get me wrong. I like it too, and it gives credence to the fact that you have a fairly young hip crowd that hang out on your podcasts. Loudon Wainwright III is old school, but sometimes you need a guy like Loudon that's been around to get the real deal. It's kind of like it's cool to be in recovery these days. It seems to be almost a rite of passage for the celebrity set. They make it so slick, shiny, and new. But for most of us, this bears little resemblance to what true recovery is. But I digress. Spencer, I think you will get the song. The podcast rock, the three A's, boundaries, and chaos. Yeah, those were good ones. Those were fun. And uh, yeah, this song um, song triggers me a little. My loved one was a, a white wine drinker. Um, I'm going to have to listen to it a couple of times, but uh, we'll, we'll find a place for it, I'm sure. And, uh, and 28 Days, uh, definitely a fun movie. I, uh, I watched it uh, maybe a year ago. And, you know, it's a comedy. It's a movie. It's, there, there are definitely bits that are fake, but there's also some truth in it. Um, it's very much hyped up, amped up. Um, but, you know, I thought it, it also captured the, the, the recovery journey that uh, some people managed to find. And uh, Ruth said she loves Hillary's meditation. In fact, I, I know Ruth uh, commented on it on the website. You can go read there. And, uh, and uh, you know, I've, I've passed the past Ruth's comment on to Hillary, who also responded on the website. Um, so, uh, yeah, we all help each other. That's how we get through. All right. And, uh, I think that's pretty much it for the, uh, for your feedback this week. Um, I'm a podcast news. This whole thing was podcast news to some extent. Um, going to still keep, um, keep broadcasting live. Uh, you can listen live as we are recording. You can click on the listen live link at the top of the page and, while you're listening, you can interact with us and other listeners in the chat room. If you're um, looking at the Listen Live link on the on the recovery ca- the recoveryshow.com website, um, you can get to the chat room by clicking on the little speech bubble at the bottom edge of the player. And uh, I'm not sure exactly when we're going to record our next episode. I think I'm aiming for Monday, November 4th in the evening uh, Eastern Standard Time, which will be five hours from Greenwich time. Um, so that'll probably be a little bit late for, for Ruth in Germany. And, uh, let's see. Oh, how do you contact us? You know, I asked for you to send me your experience, strength and hope because, well, I can use it. Um, you can send email to feedback at the recovery show.com. You can comment on the website. You can call and leave a voicemail at area code seven, three, four, 707-8795 or you can use the voicemail button on the website to join the conversation from your computer and uh, that works uh, wherever you are in the world whereas uh, calling a U.S. Uh, phone number a little more expensive from outside the U.S. I guess, yep. So we really would love to hear from you. 
share your experience, strength, and hope, or your questions about today's topic of changes. Uh, next week, I hope to be talking about step 10, what was supposed to happen this week, but hey, change is inevitable. And as there's, there's another quote that I found on the internet, which I already knew, but um, I had to refresh myself. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. And I really hope to grow from this change. If you have a topic you'd like to talk about, um, as Karen did, let us know. So I think that's about it for today. I'm going to close this show with the song Change Is Now by The Birds. And again, some lyrics from the chorus, Change Is Now, Change Is Now, Things That Seemed To Be Solid Are Not, In And Out, Roundabout, Dance To The Day When The Fear Is Gone. And that really, you know, is the journey that I've been on. The change is now, and I'm dancing to the day when when the fear of the change is gone, because there's still some, but uh, it's less. Thank you for listening, and please keep coming back. Whatever your problems, there are those among us who have had them too. If we did not talk about a problem you're facing today, feel free to contact us so we can talk about it in a future episode. May understanding, love, and peace grow in you one day at a time. Yeah.